Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know how everything seems like a good idea after you've had a few? Mm, yeah, that's this show. in my and I'm listening to the radio. It's time for Dukes and Bell. Oh, someone told me it's the Black Beverly Hills. Is that true? Driving in Atlanta just got a whole lot more bearable. Welcome to the party, pal. Hi, everybody. Carl Dukes and Mike Bell. The names that mean good. Say my name, you know who I am. Carl Dukes. I drink and I know things. Oh, don't question my authority thing. King Kong ain't got on me. Sometimes you just got to call somebody, and I'm not ashamed to say it. You know, ah! And like Dell. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. Hope you guess my name. Bring a pitcher of beer every seven minutes until somebody passes out. And then bring one every ten minutes, right? Get ready for the best five hours of your life. Fat, drunk, and stupid is no way to go through life, sir. Don't believe me, just watch. This is Dukes and Bell. Brought to you by Finley Roofing. We've got you covered. Atlanta's most trusted and recommended roofer. You know what? Why don't we start doing the stuff that other guys have done on other radio shows around the country? No. no. On Sports Radio 92.9, the game. Atlanta, what's going on? It's Dukes and Bell on Sports Radio 92.9, the game. We start off every day and every hour by saying, hey, man, we have a lot going on in the world of the NFL coaching hiring cycle. And uh, literally, as we speak, Mm. about an hour ago, um, the Carolina Panthers have hired their new head coach. And it's kind of funny because uh, I don't know if anybody saw Dave Canales as the guy that the Carolina Panthers were going to end up hiring. Right. But they get their guy. Um, You know, listen, I've been holding back from judging these hires because we got to wait to see how these guys play out. But this is an uninspiring hire to me. I mean, Canales is the OC right now, or was with Tampa Bay, Mike. I I see this as a guy that Dave Tepper, again, can control and get him in. He's a first-time guy, so he's going to pay him, you know, uh, X amount of dollars. But this is not what I thought they would do. I really did not. Now, again, they had their general manager, who they hired before he was even their general manager, sitting in on these uh, interviews with the coaches. And Dan Morgan, the former linebacker, uh, perhaps has a relationship with Canales. I mean, more will come out of this one. But, uh, yeah, they're going to roll with it. I will say this, though. Based on experience, his resume is very similar to uh, what you saw with Michael, with Mike McDaniel, uh, what you're seeing with Bobby Slowick. He was either a quarterback's coach, and then he became an OC, and then boom, on to if Slowick gets hired yep. in this hiring cycle by us. 
So same thing. Canales did a hell of a job. Baker Mayfield, you know, look, there were times that offense sputtered and it was very streaky. There was a big losing streak there too. But uh, I think I think this is more about yeah, some young guys that Tepper can have some control over, perhaps, and maybe that was narrative. I don't know. He was in Seattle. He's got a very interesting story. Uh, Canales does, and you know, it's been documented. But uh, I found I found this one very interesting. But this leaves as we were talking about this here on the show, Washington, us. Seattle, after last night with Harbaugh, and we're going to talk more about this because this literally broke late last night uh, or, or on the show for us, but that's it. Everybody else has got their guy. Titans got theirs. Carolina now has theirs. Raiders have theirs. Patriots have theirs. Chargers have theirs. There are only three left. Right. And so, as we said, today the latest with our Falcons is that Bobby Slowick, the OC for the Houston Texans, is meeting in person with Arthur Blank and the front office. And a lot of people feel like, you know, this could be one of those situations where, Mike, he may not leave town. I don't know if he's going to be offered the job, but I also feel like they really want to interview Ben Johnson again. They want to get back to that. And remember, they can't do any of that until after this game is played on Sunday. If they get to the Super Bowl, then they're going to have to wait to hire him, and it gets right. back to like a Dan Quinn situation in 15. Right, where I know that everybody wants their guy and they want to know now, but as, again, we said, because of the Rooney rules, the addition to the rules that were in place, uh, it's a longer period now for some, unless you got a guy who's a complete free agent or his team isn't in the postseason. That's pretty self-explanatory. So, look, I, I don't mind Slowick. I, I like a guy, especially if we are going to go the route of drafting a young quarterback. Now there's a report out of Minnesota. We'll get into it in the Blitz that perhaps they're just assuming Cousins, they won't be able to match, and he's on his way out, and they're looking to move up now potentially and find their own quarterback. So, guys, as I said, we're not the only team looking for Kirk Cousins. We're not the only team looking for a quarterback in the draft. So, I mean, we've got to we got to negotiate that minefield and maybe give up a bunch of picks in the future to get the guy. But the team has got enough pieces around it. I'm excited about one of these young coaches. I'd rather have one of these young offensive minds who've just shown they can work with young quarterbacks or turn quarterbacks around like Jared Goff and Ben Johnson than getting Bill Belichick and the old cabal of washed-up coaches coming here. Yeah, I think part of, like, the Canales hire is just that. I mean, it is young guy. Can you work with our first round? They're not gonna. They don't have any first round picks. Bryce is there, so you. I'm with you, Mike. That that may be this cycle as we see it play out. Now, Harbaugh's just a different animal. He's got more experience in, in team building and all that than any right. of these guys. But if you wanted to go a lot cheaper and you say, how can we make this work? This is the way to go about it. This is this is the right. path. So I know guys are still – some guys still are out there screaming. I saw – boy, I, I may have to just turn Twitter off. I, I got off it last night when Harbaugh got hired by the Chargers. I was so disconsolate. More on that in a minute. But, yeah, I, I get the guys are upset. Well, we just brought in another assistant coach. And he, this is the first assistant coach who didn't take our team to the playoffs. We, we don't have a bad track record with hiring coaches who haven't been coaches. We just haven't ha- ever hired a coach who's been a coach under Arthur Blank, other than Petrino. So, guys, just don't let Arthur Smith's failings – Cloud your judgment because you and I know about as much as Bobby Slow. Exactly. We don't know. We just know what he's doing. He did a good job with C.J. Stroud, right? That's Can you argue that? No. 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 You know, and we've seen the job that Ben Johnson has done. And the way – don't you look at the, the Lions offense and say that's the way the Falcons offense should have looked? Now, granted, they, we didn't have a quarterback, but I don't think you could argue, Carl, with the, with the work those guys put in this year. No, and I think the Slowick thing, you know, from people that I'm talking with, this is, this is the thing, Mike. When he was with San Francisco and D'Amico was with San Francisco and D'Amico was the defensive coordinator, they're going head-to-head. He is in that room with Kyle Shanahan, game planning, et cetera. And the first guy that D'Amico Ryans went and got when he got the job was this guy. And I think that speaks volumes. That was before they drafted C.J. Stroud. That speaks volumes to, 
I respect what this guy's about and what he's doing, and I know he's going to be able to do this job. And then they get to Houston, and then they draft C.J. Stroud, and then you see what happens. So Slowick, he's got an interesting history as well. And then we talk about his dad. I mean, he's been around the NFL all his life. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. But that interview is going on today. Um, we talked about it yesterday with Brable having a face-to-face with Arthur Blank. Um, he also went to Carolina, but we now know that was that was nothing. Right. Now, Vrabel, some guys that we said yesterday, maybe you feel, ah, you know, he's going to probably like the way Arthur Smith did his business. He would bring a similar-minded coach, and that kind of, for some Falcon fans, would be a red flag. I like Vrabel. I think, you know, some of the things we do, the defense, the, the physicality of the run game, it's kind of suit what he wants to do, but maybe it's it's too close on the heels of Arthur Smith. What do you guys think? 404-726-0929. This continues to be, right now for us, wide open. 404-726-0929. I said yesterday jokingly, and Mike and I had a lot of fun with Bill, just put him in the corner over there. He's sitting there, and he's waiting. But all of a sudden, that window is getting tighter and tighter, and slowly but surely, you have to believe, and if you don't, Falcon fans, that this thing is passing by. Like, if you were going to do this, and you felt so confident about it, you were going to make the move, you had to, to, to make sure you were Rooney compliant and all those things, Falcons got past that. They could have easily made this higher already. Right. So I, I just feel like uh, this is going in a different direction, which is why I was not convinced. I wanted to wait and right. see, Mike, and I think it's easy. The, uh, the energy they put into Belichick starting in this process made everybody buy in that he was going to be the guy. But as this thing is going on, again, the further along you get, I just think it becomes more difficult to say, yeah, you know what? We screwed up. We interviewed all these guys. And we're going to go back to Bill. Right. Now, I know that when you say, well, some guy in his car right now will go, well, who the hell is Bobby Slowick or Ben Johnson compared to the greatest coach? He was the greatest coach of all time. He is not in the present tense the greatest coach. So I think you got to sort of temper that. Some guys don't want to hear about it. Uh, again, we're not the only yeah, – we're the only team, guys. And I've said this a million times. You know, I had a guy today on Twitter. I had to laugh. He goes, man – you and Carl using your platform to convince Blank not to bring Belichick. I go, yeah, we've also apparently, Carl, got the power to convince seven other teams not yeah. to hire Bill Belichick. Come on. Yeah, I wave Come my on. magic wand. I, Come I, on. I, I just told you what I knew. I mean, the fact right. is we had no control over it. We, would t- we will always tell you what we prefer, but at the end of the day, we said this. If they want to screw this up and make this mistake, go ahead and do it. But then you're going to pay for it in so many ways. And guess who's going to be on the radio telling you they're paying for right. it? Us. Right. Now, I really thought that they were going to go with Belichick, and, and, and who knows? Maybe something happens, but... I'm, you, yeah, it's not over. Yeah, but, but credit, if it is, like, for all the things we've said about Rich McKay, and is he an impediment, or is he a guy that needs to go? If he was the guy that kept Belichick from coming here, okay. Now, guys are upset that Harbaugh used us for leverage. Well, we don't know. Maybe he still finds the fact that Justin Herbert is the bird in the hand, as opposed to having no idea what we're going to be with the quarterback, or the money, or the market size, whatever. But yes, wouldn't be the first time we've been used for leverage. Guys, this happens all the time in all walks of life, in business in sales, in this case in sports. But, I mean, for some people that feel we've got some kind of, I don't know, skid marks on our forehead from guys just rolling over us every time there's a job opening, I don't buy that either. I just think that if you were earnest about this, if they were really committed to Harbaugh, he'd be here. Because anytime Arthur Blank makes a play for free agents, for any people that come to his organization, he closes them. So if that makes you feel good, okay. He'd probably use this for leverage, so be it. Uh, As far as Harbaugh, right, he was at Michigan nine years, long time. We kind of forget he got there uh, in, what, 14 or whatever it was and then built this thing. They get immediately better. I'm talking about the Chargers. Mike, we talk about these quick turnarounds and how we have pieces in place. Mm. I'm telling you right now, Orrin, what's the day, 25th of January, Chargers in the playoffs next year. Watch. He's got his quarterback. They've got some pieces. He's going to rid out guys, the, the bad apples and the guys that are always hurt. He's going to get rid of all those guys. Mike, watch how tough that team gets immediately overnight. 
Mm-hmm. Watch how they run the football. Watch what happens with the Chargers. My point is coaching matters. And this is why the Spanos went all in. This is traditionally not what they do. They don't spend this kind of money, and the contract hadn't even been announced. They don't spend this kind of money normally to go make these kind of moves. They've done it in free agency. They went all in. It didn't work. Mike, they realized we got to go get the coach to put this together to make it work. And they've always kind of been in the retread market. If you think back to Marty Schottenheimer and Norv Turner, they've had a lot of guys, and Randy played out there, in San, and then it was San Diego. Uh, about the, spending the money, they had to come correct. And we'll, eventually the details will leak. You don't get the kind of information on coaches like you do on everybody else in the salary cap. But everyone will be curious to see if this does set the market now for coaches. All right, real quick. I know we got lots to talk about today. We're going to talk to Michael Rothstein. We mentioned we're going to get into it with Ovi Mahaley, former Falcon fullback, about what we're doing. But just real quick. And I know you're, you're a very modest guy. And you keep everything so cryptic, and I, I apologize. I, I keep it cryptic. I've got it. Yes, you do. I, I, ask, I posted about it yesterday, and I said I was off. I was off. See, see, Aaron, he is upset. He is upset. I, no, there's nothing to be upset yeah. about. It was out there. You act like there was nothing out there. I, I don't I keep it cryptic. That's not true. No, you're cryptic. But I don't brag about it. No, but when I, when I say cryptic, when you're on vacation, like mistake this phone, I said I'll say, hey man, I'm going on vacation this week. Going to, uh, what are you doing? I'm going away. Oh, follow no, you, me on Twitter or, yeah, you, or Insta or wherever. No, you, you can find out what I'm doing. I was off the – see, he is upset. I knew it. And you weren't on Twitter. I, I wasn't on Twitter last night. I just saw what you posted last night about 15 hours ago, a beautiful dinner at Basque up in it Roswell. Was. It was great. Thank you. The beautiful. best partner I've ever had, I forgot his birthday. His birthday was yesterday. The guy who puts up with me now for going on 10 years, the guy I've had the greatest success with, success with in my business, the dude that I've wanted to work with for years, we finally were able to get it together, and he allowed it to happen. Vice versa, Ben. Happy, Vice versa. Happy birthday, brother. I love you, and I'm so, I feel like a monkey's uncle, man. It, it, listen, it happens. We all have our stuff going on, and when you find oh. out what's going on with him, right. you'll understand why he forgot my birthday, because yeah. this story is unbelievable. And yesterday, I was even caught up in it the five hours that we were here, because I was like, this can't be true. Yeah, I got some stuff going on uh, in my neighborhood that's going to blow your mind. It that's coming up in Guy Talk. Great. Can we talk about it? Yeah, we'll give it a shot. We'll try to talk around it. And I've left it alone because I'm like, yeah. you shouldn't talk about it. Yeah, we'll we'll discuss, and you'll get the, you'll hopefully you guys can fill in the blanks. <laughs> All right, thank you, brother. Appreciate you. You got it. Coming up, headlines, guys. The search continues. Hawks on the road. I, I don't know what we need to do to fix this team. Seriously, we'll get into that as mm-hmm. well on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Tick, tick, tick. It might be a while before the official decision is made and we find out who the new Falcons head coach is. But as you look at the list, slowly filling up. Just a few weeks ago, it was, oh, man, we got seven, we got 18, we got nine teams with knee coaches. Chargers get their guy, Raiders, Patriots, Titans, Panthers. So the Seahawks are still looking. We're still looking. Washington is still looking. A lot of people in the business, guys, feel like um, behind the scenes, I'm talking about, mm-hmm. that Ben Johnson is going to Washington. Right? I'm going to tell you guys. Okay. Uh, I am not so fast to believe that, but here's the thinking behind that. And if you say, well, why them over us? They have the second overall pick. <laughs> and they could go get? Whoever they want. Exacto mundo. Okay. So we're sitting at eight, and you say, well, don't we have better personnel than they do? They got some pretty good receivers. We ain't got no quarterback, Joe. Neither do they. Yeah. And so if you are Ben Johnson and you say, okay, new ownership, they're going to pay him, mm-hmm. right? I'm not saying that Arthur wouldn't, but the idea is that the Washington job with that number two overall pick you may be more intrigued to go there than waiting for the eighth overall pick. And, again, we may not stay at eight. We may we may move up and, and go get whoever we want. But um, that is what is believed, at least right now. Fact of the matter, though, is Washington has to do what we have to do, and that is wait until this game is over on Sunday before they can do uh, anything else or, you know, uh, as we are looking for a second interview. I think that interview is going to happen, Mike, but I'm not going to tell you we're out on the Ben Johnson sweepstakes. He's the hottest coordinator right now in the NFL with what he's done with the Lions over the last three years. And if they win, by the way, and beat the 49ers, it just increases his value. I truly believe that, Mike, if, if that offense plays as well as I think it might on Sunday. Mm. 404-726-0929 is Dukes and Bell. We're talking about all this with you guys uh, because, again, with the Panthers hiring their coach and Dave Canales, um, you look at our division. So the ladies' man, Todd Bowles, not going anywhere, right? Team went to the playoffs. They got to figure out what they want to do. And keep- I'm secure in my position. Now we are. He's got to you know, keep Baker Mayfield. We know what's going on with New Orleans. Now Carolina has their guy. So we are the team that's waiting to see where this goes in this division. But my point is, guys, like, are you willing to give anybody in this division a leg up at the head coaching position? No. 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 No, I mean, as I said, in leaving New Orleans, uh, as we were getting smoked by the Saints, uh, it was funny. It was bittersweet. Yeah, they love to beat the Falcons, but half that, uh, more than half that Saint Nation don't want that coach there no more. They're done with Dennis Allen. They're done. So they, they, they've got a quarterback, which is kind of the definition of meh. You know, but certainly better than anything we rolled out with last year. Carolina, they don't have the picks to really do some of the things they want to do. See, that's the thing. I mean, they've got – it's not like Carolina's going to be going after Kirk Cousins. they got to make – got to figure it out Bryce Young. they got to. You know, and then the Bucks, if they don't you – know, they're definitely losing Mike Evans, and maybe Baker Mayfield gets a deal that he can't say no to. So, I guess what I'm saying is, for me, as I was last year going into the offseason and talking about how to open this division was, even when Arthur Smith was here, and we were talking about, hey, who's going to rise to the top? Look at the coaches. Look at the quarterbacks. Look at what's going on. Not a whole lot's changed. And this is why if you're able to get this higher right, I still love our opportunity to get right back in right. this thing, Mike. But you got to get this right. Bobby Slowick uh, meeting with Arthur apparently at the stately blank mansion up there in Buckhead beyond those gates. And uh, that's got to that's be impressive. And uh, I've only, we've been to the Blank Family Foundation, never been to the, the Blank Estate. Yeah, I've got a, <clears throat> I've got a friend who uh, put in his, uh, what's it called? 
where the power goes out. Oh, the gener- backup generators? Backup generators, okay. yeah. And Probably the size of something you'd see on an aircraft carrier. Well, he was telling me about just, the, you know, the intricacy of the, of the job that they mm-hmm. did. But, yeah, so basically, you know, you don't lose power, all that stuff when, when we have bad storms. But he was just talking about the estate, Mike, and I was like, yeah, I, uh, I can only imagine, right? But Arthur's got all these places around the world because when you're a billionaire, that's what you do. But I will tell you this. It is a more intimate setting to have this kind of meeting at your house right. than it is at your office, which is right down the street, or even at Flowery Branch. I think it's a very intimate. Come in, take a seat. Right. He's now, got people serving him. Belichick, I mean, Belichick was on the yacht. I, I thought for a second maybe he'd fly. How about this? We'll send out the Falcon 1 and we'll send him out to the ranch in Montana. Sit on the back. Yeah. I say back 40. Yeah, back 40,000 acres. <laughs> um, yeah, look, Slowick is 36. He's, you know, you guys know the story. If you like Shanahan, we all like Shanahan. We all know how things ended here at the Super Bowl, but we all know that Shanahan was the brains of that operation with Quinn. He's coming off the Shanahan tree. If you like what McDaniel did, they got rid of their defense, their defense. And look, their offense did stu- they stumble and kind of sputter, Carl, down the stretch of the Dolphins. But still, McDaniel is a hot brand. I got no problem bringing somebody from Shanahan's operation, you know, and then and then I'd be curious to see how they fill in the staff. Defense is you've done a, you got a nice job from your GM. The good news is, guys, if you like the GM like we like the GM, he'd be in place and can continue to do the good work he's been doing. Yeah, when he's when he's been able to control the picks he can control. True. I, I don't think again that the job that Terry Fontenot has done has been a bad job. As a matter of fact, I think he's done a really good job um, under the circumstances of coming in here as he did. And, and, you know, he was handcuffed. Let's be honest. He he couldn't really do anything that first year. But I think he's done a really good job. And I'm with you. I'm more upset at seeing what's going on with Tennessee and how they're putting their general manager in a Mm. place to make major decisions, including hiring their new head coach. Now, we know that he's in on that process. He's in on these interviews. But he's not going to make that hire. But the fact is, I just feel like you hire guys, you got to let them work. you got to let them do the job, Mike. And if they can't, then you move on. But it's a disservice to say, yeah, entitled. He's got the job. But when it comes to the daily responsibilities, you're really not doing that. And that's yeah. kind of the perception, even well, though it's not true, guys. Terry look, Fontenot's doing everything. You know, as we said, guys, I think the, the Belichick, you know, I, I call it a cabal of all those guys. Yeah, you're going to get Josh McDaniels. Josh McDaniels is a free agent out there. What do you think he's going to do? He's gonna, who else is Belichick going to call to be his OC? Who are you going to call? Exactly. So, now the good news is Josh should put together some of the most amazing offenses. But then when you look back through the prism of Tom Brady was there, you know, I don't know. It's it's hard to wrap your head around. You know, Bill O'Brien already took another gig. You know, wrap your head around what the staff would look like. Other than it's going to be all those guys you've come to see and maybe feel that they're not the best either, unless Tom Brady's the quarterback of the team that they're all coaches on. Yeah, I I said this to Mike, and you guys know if you've listened over the last few weeks, and, and I've gone in on Belichick and you know why I'm not a a fan of this particular hire right now. I just don't think you're getting the best Belichick. That's just where I'm at. You know, um, when you talk about coaches and their peak and their prime performance. Like right now, Kyle Shanahan is his peak. They've been to three out of the last four NFC championship games. He's calling plays like a mother. He's doing everything he can. Teams right. You just feel like it's prime. I don't feel that way with Belichick. Right. And then, I felt that way in 2010, Mike. Right. Or the six, you know, uh, times that they went to the uh, – or the nine times they went to the AFC championship between that, you know, 09 period and 2020. It was just, it just felt different. We're four years, five years removed from their last Super Bowl. Right. Look, I get it. The defense is always the calling card, the brilliance of practicing for the slant against the Seahawks. Malcolm Butler breaking up that play, obviously, and there she goes. And that's, that's another Super Bowl win. Yep. And then a few years later, he benches Malcolm Butler because he's a joyless. And that's the thing. When you're winning Super Bowls, it's great. 
if you want to tell me you want to get a 72-year-old guy who was miserable in his prime when he's in his 50s and now he's running your show, I just I can't vibe with that. And I know guys are going, well, it's just a bunch of executives and people at the Falcons headquarters trying to cover their butts. I just don't think – I've never thought Belichick was the play for, for this team. I just felt Arthur was obsessed with the Patriot way. That's why I've always felt Belichick would be the guy they'd wind up with. But who wouldn't be? Listen, there are Fortune 500 companies studying how they did this. To rule the NFL for 20 years, it's never happened. Who wouldn't be obsessed with, how the hell did y'all do that? And they didn't do it with the same people year and year and year. It was different. So, yes, it's an incredible story. But don't get so caught up in that that you make the wrong decision for your franchise because you believe that's what you're getting. You're not getting that. The circumstances surrounding that, Mike, we talk about the perfect storm. Everything came together perfectly for that to play out the way it did. And so, as we said, you can try to replicate it, but all these great teams, what do people do? You see it right now in the coaching hiring. Everybody's trying to replicate what they think is going on and how they're going to get there. And the reality is it just doesn't happen. No, and you guys know this. Belichick's coaching tree, I say it all the time on the show, it's not a tree, it's a stump. Nobody leaves their place. The only guy in his college, and and you know he carved his own niche, was Nick Saban. But everybody else has been an unmitigated disaster in the head coaching avenue. So I just, I'd rather roll the dice with Slowick. A lot of guys are going, I can't believe we're going to go. Yeah, take a get ready pill. We just gave you the the reasoning behind it. All See right. where this goes. I, the Ben Johnson to Commanders sucks. I, I, I would Ben Johnson would be my number one. Oh, I agree. Way. I'm just telling. That's what's right. being said behind the curtain. All right, about Ben and why he hasn't mm. been hired yet, and why the Redskins also haven't made a hire. Just letting you know. All right, we'll see where it goes. Coming up, we'll hit some headlines. We will talk about the Hawks. Also, what Dan Graziano had to say on ESPN this morning has everybody freaking out. And all I can tell you is, we told you this on this show. Stukes and Bell. So this morning, uh, Dan Graziano on ESPN reported that Belichick, the Belichick thing with the Falcons was supposed to be resolved Monday or Tuesday. Um, What's today? Thursday. That's right. So, as Mike and I were talking about this, and, and you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, going back to last Friday, uh, we were saying all along that um, the timing of this, right, mm-hmm. when you talk about Belichick, was critical because you had done the two interviews. You, you have all the information you need to have if you wanted to move forward. And so once this came out this morning for Dan, and, and again, there are people who are outside of this market, okay, who are – speculating and doing things to get attention on TV, and that's fine. And then there are people who are in the market, us, who understand what's going on and where this team is. And I think once this came out, Mike, people start freaking out. And even though our, our buddy Adam Schefter was like, well, I'm not sure if this is going to happen. Really? <laughs> um, it's just funny to us because we've been saying right. this to you guys. And so I hear it. I get it. You, you know, you, you, you want to hear it from somebody that, you know, oh, these guys break stories. They're breaking stories from teams that give them information. They're not breaking stories way before they need to break these stories. This is information that's provided. So I'm just letting you guys know, like, I always say this. Who do you talk to? Who do you know? We are talking to people, and this is why we're able to give you this information, in many cases, before you're hearing it on the national level. Right. And, you know, going back, uh, last Friday we're up in uh, Gwinnett at Gas Out for the the Gladiators. I I just think, you know, Arthur really wants Belichick because I think he's always been – And I think he, I I still, to your point, but I think he has been convinced by the people surrounding him. Right. And again, and this is why I've got no problem with, uh, whether it was, as we joked around about Rich McKay being that firewall or whatever, the buttress around that. 
I would love to know if we, were we legitimately in for Harbaugh? Was it window dressing or, you know, what, yeah, we can all argue about it. he was using us for leverage, so be it. But the Belichick thing, it was like literally everywhere in the country, as you said, done deal, done you know, deal. put it in ink. And then, you know, Arthur comes back and maybe begins to realize that you're not getting the Belichick you want. You want, the, as we said, the Belichick 10 years ago, eight years ago, is the brand isn't the same. So now, I'll tell you right now, of all the guys, if you tell me I can't have Ben Johnson, then I'll go with the guy who's talking to Arthur Blank today, and that's uh, Bobby Slowick. Because I, I think you're getting off the Shanahan tree, it speaks for itself. That is a product, Carl, that is a spruce. It is. It is, it is not a stump, which is the Belichick coaching tree. And I don't want Belichick and all his cronies coming here. Not to mention, Bill can't draft anymore. Yeah. So uh, that got out. And then the Slovic thing today where he's uh, being interviewed, Mike Brable interviewed last night. Um, I don't know if there's anything there with Brable. I, I feel like um, there's more with Slovic with what I've heard. But we're going to wait to see. And, and this is the process, guys. And this, this part of it for fans and all of us here in the ATL sucks because we are ready to see where this is. Who is this guy? And then what, you, what is your plan? Where are you going with this? Because that's going to be the thing that we all need to know and feel good about moving forward, you know? But I will say this. Like, if I was a Chargers fan last night, and I'm not, I feel good. Right. You know, they got Harbaugh. you you got to feel good. Like, I mean, you feel like, okay, this thing is moving in the right direction. And, and that's the thing about Harbaugh. That's a guy, he's got the quarterback and Herbert. They've got to, as we said, they got to do some cap things, move some, tighten some belts. Make some cuts. Maybe Mike Williams gets cut. They'll figure that out. But they've got a guy. They got a great pass rusher. They got a, they got two things which a lot of teams don't have. You got a great quarterback and a great edge rusher, right? Yes. yes. And then everything else Harbaugh can figure out. But the team, part of the thing with the Chargers guys over the years, now two years of two different regimes, just terrible decisions by the head coach. Brandon Staley, it's one where hell, the casual fan, the dude who plays Madden said, "Well, I, I could do a better job than that guy." <laughs> and you really truly could at times. All right, man, plenty more to get to. Uh, as Mike mentioned, we got a few guests that are going to stop by, but we're keeping our eye out. Michael Rothstein will stop by from ESPN uh, for his weekly visit. He covers our Falcons on a daily basis, and we'll see. We'll, we'll see where this is going to go. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9. The game this hour is brought to you by our friends at the Man Cave Store. For family, friends, and fun, visit mancavestore.com. Big O is doing all the things today. He's our engineer. He's our executive producer. Let's hit some headlines. Strap in, youngins. Hitting the headlines with Dukes and Bell. We asked Josh Kendall from The Athletic yesterday on this show about Slowick, and then we said, what about Mike McDonald? Here's what he said. Let's be honest. Bobby Slowick is a coin flip. We don't know. Mm-hmm. Bobby Slowick is a great offensive coordinator. We have no idea what he would be as a head coach. It's, it's a coin flip. So, um, you know, in some ways, you know, are you hiring th- this cycle's version of Arthur Smith, the young play caller, um, who has no head coaching experience. You know, I, I would argue that, that Arthur handled that, you know, the head coaching responsibility pretty well in a lot of ways, but it didn't work out. So, you know, I, I think with any of these coordinators, Mike McDonald, who I think is an excellent defensive coordinator and, right. and is, is my pick among the coordinators, if you were asking me to pick a guy out of that group, is right. the guy that I'd probably pick. But, you know, I, I don't base that on anything more than, than you know, kind of a hunch. I like McDonald too. I, I, that's another. I like that's funny. We're, we're focusing so much on the offense. I just again, you'd love to know what what is the idea behind it, what is offensive philosophy? Because now Jim Jim uh, Harbaugh is going to be putting together a staff with some maybe yeah. some of the resources and connections that McDonald might be using because from Michigan and or you know other parts of the NFL. The other thing that I just learned is, as we were playing the soundbite yesterday, uh, <laughs> I got it. I may have to rethink this Slowick thing. Um, 
He worked for the Washington, then Redskins, uh, and then he worked at Pro Football Focus mm. for three years, which I know I don't know if you, if, you, if you worked it, does that mean you're automatically an analytics guy? Probably. <laughs> Probably. So. Well, I guess we'll be going Go for outside, it. nerd. Well, yeah. I guess on the positive, we'll be definitely going for it, not kicking, uh, not punting a lot. I just, it, you know how I am about pro, 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 the, the analytics has a place in baseball, but I think they're trying to shoehorn it in too much into the NFL these days. But that is part of the package. Mm. He worked as a PFF senior analyst for grading NFL players and reviewing before eventually he got to the 49ers, for what it's worth, in between NFL jobs. Yeah, interesting. Only thirty six. Only yeah. thirty six. Yeah, different, different, different background. But if you embrace that, then that's that might be a big. That's yeah. a, hey, that's a check mark for you. Yeah. No, listen. All these guys, you just never know. Eric Spolstra, highest paid coach in the NBA now, right? Videographer. Correct. You're going Dukes. What does that mean? That means he was in a room breaking tape down. That's it. Okay. Coach Mike Budenholzer, coach of the year twice. Same thing. Like all these guys are not coming from the the great player tree of you know he was a hall of famer you just you don't know sometimes but yeah it is a different different background hey headlines brought to you by our friends at atl live well don't just live live well speaking of the uh basketball reference there mike hawks last night uh. you know what the thing about the hawks if you watched it it's kind of like every single hawks game kind of just if you and i i can't can i be honest with you what's that you know i watched the hawks this morning on direct tv and you know you fast forward you can go two Three or four? <laughs> yeah, the arrow, the arrow. I had it on four, and so and I stopped for the first like two minutes of the first half, and they it was a one point game. It was Clay Thompson misses a bunny, and they're down one at the half. How about that? And then the lead, the second half comes out, and there's no. And I pause it like, you know, Nick, they're just not playing defense. <laughs> Hit the pause, fast forward some more, you know. And it's just it's everything. You, oh my God! You just randomly stopped yeah, it just there. Ran, you know, and then at the point they're up to 19, and they're pulling away, and you're like, you know, you just you knew that's kind of where. And look, there were emotions in the room in the building, obviously after losing their assistant coach, and they they honored him before the game, but still. They don't play a lick of friggin' defense. And then these rumors, we'll get into it later in the show, Carl. There's a report that came out that said we tried to shop DeJounte Murray to Detroit yeah. for one of their young stars. They were having none of it. We didn't play defense. Thank you, Nate. I uh, Fourth quarter got away from him, right? You get outscored right. 33-20. You got outscored in the third quarter. To Mike's point, you go in the half, 32-24. But in the, it's the fourth quarter. These fourth quarters just get away from him. Jalen had a good game. Murray a good game. Bogey does bogey things. That, again, no Trey Young, still concussion protocol, and we hope that he's back for Friday night right. uh, as Luka and the, the Mavs come to town. But, uh, yeah, man, I just – this team fundamentally, and I've been telling you guys all mm. season, it's how they're constructed. And you've got to reconstruct this thing. It's, it's fundamentally flawed. In, in a way that, <laughs> yes. that you know, helps, helps the stars prosper, man. But yeah. You're saying I, it's a house of cards. Right now. And, and, and you mentioned this whole thing about DJ real quick. I think it speaks to around the league, what you in-house, what you think you have and what the league thinks you have. What you think mm-hmm. you have, and, oh, we can trade this guy and that guy and that guy. And the league then speaks and goes, I ain't trading that. I'm not getting that trade. Well, here's the thing, DeJounte, you take on DeJounte. Just real quick to rewind. You gave up three first-round picks. You lost your general manager over it. He wouldn't make the deal. They never work together like they're supposed to, Trey and DeJounte. By any metric, by any any AAU coach out there want to argue that point, they just don't coexist. Carl brought this up at the time, two ball-dominant guards. Then you find out you can't trade him because the contract that you extended now makes it impossible. Some people look at him as just a dude, not one of the top 20 players or 25 players in the league that's worth that money. So now you're, you're, it's like literally you got a car you can't sell. You're stuck with it, and the payments are huge. Yeah. Yeah, which means you're upside down. 
I'm used to that. <laughs> that's that's usually what it means. First time I bought a car, it wasn't upside down. It was 2017. It was very exciting. <laughs> Let's hear from Dan Campbell. Uh, we've got NFC Championship game this weekend. I told you guys I, I'm leaning Lions. We'll give you our official picks on mm. Friday. Here's Campbell. This will be an outstanding test for us, but it's one we're ready for. We're built to handle this. This will be an outstanding game. On the road, our guys are going to be ready to roll. Yeah, I can't wait. I think it's going to be a really good game. Mm. Obviously, I want to see Lamar and Patrick Mahomes, which right. is the later game. Uh, or should I say the early game? This is going to be the late game. Speaking of Lamar, here's what he said about being a champion. We can't overshadow what's in front of us right now. Not at all. You know, those guys are um, former Super Bowl champions. To be a champion, you got to go through a champion, you know, so th- that's pretty much the mindset. Yeah. That's it. He laid it out for you. To be the man. You've got to <laughs> beat the, the man. man. I can't wait. I just, I, like I said, we said yesterday, and not to bel- you know, <laughs> belabor the obvious, yeah, man, how is this not going to be a fantastic game? Maybe going down to the wire. Maybe one of those last-second deals. I think so, too. By the way, Debo Samuel, Mike, limited in practice today. You think he plays? Do you think? I think he does. Tape it up, shoot it up, and get it. Oh, it's his shoulder, so they'll try to put, I don't know, a little pad in there, and he'll just get out. Maybe he'll it's be the, a decoy, but they gotta, the he's got to be out there. He's got to be out there. And I know I'll check the status. I know they practice right about now, so we'll see. But they just everything seems to flow through him. Yeah, right? he's limited. He's limited at today's practice. There you go. Yeah, that's what I was just talking about. Right. I just I, I don't know how he doesn't play. Now, how effective he'll be, that's a different question. But I think he absolutely has to play. If you're just joining us, by the way, Carolina hires uh, Bucks offensive coordinator Dave Canales as their new head coach. So uh, right. Carolina has their guy. I just this is what I was looking for. John Lynch, Debo's doing really well in his rehab. I'm not saying like his nose is growing like Leslie Nielsen when he's telling telling everybody to be calm and the naked gun <laughs> like Pinocchio. He says that uh, we've been encouraged by the early signs. We got good news here. And uh, what's his plan? What's his range? Of, that doesn't. I don't know. They're talking about range of motion. I, I, I don't know. I know it's early. You got uh, Fridays. What did Apollonia say? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Saturday, three days. You can't put your head, hands above your head. That's a problem. And Correct. I don't know if that's the – that. but when you talk about range of motion, it's not sideways. It's you need de- to be able to go right. here. So it's Debo the decoy. I think so. That's not good for Brock Purdy, bro. No, it is not. That's not good for Brock Purdy. All right, guys, coming up, we got a lot more to dive into. Again, visit the Man Cave store for family, friend, and fun. TheManCaveStore.com. All right. Big Fangio, new job. Nick Sirianni <laughs> says he has to reprove himself. Did, did you see this press conference today in Philly? Oh, uh, it was terrible. Wow. It was terrible. Wow. What a soap opera. We'll get into it coming up on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hey, everyone. Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. <laughs> 